Yes. Hello. Welcome in. What's up? Wie geht's? <laughs> You're the host. Heather's not used to us starting the episode in such normal fashion. Usually I secretly record them talking about some bullshit for a while. We just talked so, about Taco Bell for like 20 minutes. Yeah. It was awesome. We should have recorded it. We should have. Well, the Virgo upstairs would never have allowed it. Yeah, he was involved. But it was quality material and we're, we all love Taco Bell. That's that true. That is sick. That's that pretty sick. sick. <laughs> That's sick. We is, have strong opinions. It's, yeah. It's sick in both a good and a bad way. <laughs> sorry, Concur. not sorry. Yeah, we love it. Anyway, I'm Justine. I'm Heather. I'm JP. And uh, I am hosting this week, which means I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Cool. I'm a little scared. It's better that way. As usual. Always. Am I going to hate it? Absolutely. Okay. I yeah. really love the surprise element of, I of the uh, podcast. Like I We didn't too. start out planning to do that, but right. it's fun. It developed that way. I think our first surprise episode was episode four. Mm-hmm. I just burped. And you guys surprised <laughs> me with uh, the gross outdoors. Yeah, cool. Oh, and that wasn't even, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. I think now we've tried to surprise each know. other with with worse things. Yeah. I don't know. There were like humans being boiled alive in hot springs in that one. That was pretty oh, that, bad. Yeah, that was a yeah. great one. It was a great I, one. Somehow, like, I'm just, I don't know, maybe I've become jaded to what is sick. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's just humans being boiled alive. Hey, I got you the other week. We're back after I almost died after aspirating my white claw. <laughs> Whoops. She lived through it. Yep. She almost died on air. We would have had the exact moment where you perished. And the best part is JB didn't even notice that it was happening. No, I like had my eyes closed and I was I was focusing. She's just at the like, wrong time. And I'm waving my arms back. And I'm paying and no attention. <laughs> Jesse was literally like, I'm fucking dying. Like, <laughs> finally waving your arms. Anyway, on that note, friends, uh, does anyone have a sickest thing of the week in a bad way to share? Yes. A bit. Yes. Okay. Heather first. Okay. So uh, mine is kind of a funny uh, tale that ends with a little bit of a sick anecdote. Anecdote. So, uh, our one cat TB needs to get a bath from time to time. Oh yeah. So I, uh, the Virgo upstairs did the bath this time and I went to bed. So I was kind of like falling asleep as I was listening, overhearing him in the bathroom, like washing the cat. And so TB is making these like noises like, (laughs) and the whole time he's like, he's like, Oh, you know, TB like, you know, it's okay. You know, we're going to get you clean and like just cooing and just being so like loving with the cat. And it's just, you know, he actually TB just does not so bad with baths. Like I know cats are crazy with baths, but TB likes water for some reason. He's, he's weird. Um, so cut to like 20, 30 minutes later, I overhear him screaming like, I fucking hate you cat. I wish you were (laughs) never born. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Like at this kind of like at this point, I was I was asleep, I guess. And I kind of was like woken by that. Like he was so mad. That, so he had finished the cat's bath, picked up the cat and then put it on his laptop bag because TB like likes to sit on stuff on the floor. And he's like, oh, TB likes to sit on this. Like, here you go. I'll be nice to TB because I just gave you a bath. And TB instantly barfed on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish you were never born. Yeah. And he screamed, I wish you were never born. Like specifically, I'm pretty sure that was the exact phrasing. And uh, way harsh, Ty. Way, that was way harsh. Yeah. And so I was just laying in bed, kind of like laughing about this whole thing because I didn't have to be involved. I was just like went from like loving this cat to this cat is like the disgusting, horrible a uh, piece of shit that I wish was dead. And uh, he had to clean up. I heard like the, what do you call it? The <laughs> cleaning of the laptop bag. Right. And I didn't, I was lucky I didn't have to be involved in any of the sickness. I just got to overhear the sickness and laugh about the sickness. Oh, that TB is excellent comedic timing. I love my cats. <laughs> yeah, he did a, he did a barf. Cats are gross. I like them, but they're gross. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, at the end, that was my sickest thing. That was, I, that, that was sick in a heartwarming way. Oh, I enjoyed I it. I enjoyed it. I have slightly one more thing. It's, okay. it's also very gross. So, uh, a friend of mine had to get one of her... Uh, she had to get her wisdom teeth removed. And one of her... I don't know if she's getting dry sockets or or maybe just a small like amount of infection there. But there is like some leaking in her mouth and... She like some oozing back there of some foul odor of some like fluid. And so she's like, Heather, I need you to I need you to smell this and I need you to tell me what you think. Oh, no. And never a good question. And so I did. And I smelled it. And it wasn't she's like she kept saying like it smells like it tastes like there's poop in my mouth, like literal poop in my mouth. Oh, my God. What it did smell like was kind of like really bad tartar like when you have like really bad mouth tartar or like you haven't like i mean god forbid you know you fall asleep drunk and you forget to brush your teeth mm. you know and you have like that nasty nasty like uh foul breath yeah you know it kind of just tastes it tastes it Ugh, i didn't taste it <laughs> <laughs> that's sick that's sick um it just smelled really bad um so i I hope she's doing better. She told me she got antibiotics, so I know she's doing better. And oh my god! Yeah, that was pretty sick. But I, yeah, I did smell it, and it was it was nasty AF. Okay, that was definitely sicker. Yeah, thank you. That yeah. was gross. That was gross. Good J- job, JB. Um, mine is from Adventures in Leftovers, which is a topic oh, I feel no. we we visit from time to time. Oh God! And I bought milk a few weeks ago, and <laughs> I'm I'm not a frequent milk drinker. Oh, there's your first mistake. I'm not I'm not particularly interested in it, but I bought <laughs> some milk, and after initially opening it, it was left unattended for several weeks. And because I'm not a regular milk drinker, I think I had no idea of what the shelf life of milk was. Yeah. However, whatever amount of time it was is um, shorter than the amount of time it's been in my fridge. Has it been far surpassed? It is um, started to separate in uh, colors. It is, it is layered. Ugh. So it will be going tonight is garbage night. It'll be going into trash tonight. Did, I did not open it. I was going to say, did you try to consume it? Or no. Okay. It's like I opened my fridge and I was like... Oh, that looks that looks real fucking gross. <laughs> nope. Here, I mean, that happens to me from time to time, but it's just mostly because I yeah, I don't get around to drinking it and then I forget that it's in there. Yeah. Well, so here's a tip to you friends who live alone, because I used to live alone. 
uh, buy the milk that is um, lactate milk. It's a little bit more expensive, but it literally has like three times the shelf life. Really? It lasts forever because it's super homogenized. Hmm. I bought it originally because I am lactose intolerant, but it also has that added benefit that it lasts a long time. I feel like psychologically, I wouldn't trust that. I believe you. No, it's fine. I, I've no, been I, drinking I, it for I, years. No, no, no. I believe you. I believe you that it's true. I'm just telling you psychologically, <laughs> I don't think I would be capable of like taking the plunge and consuming milk that had been open longer than my brain thinks it should have been open. Oh, but if it looks fresh and smells fresh. Doesn't matter. My No, my, no, my brain will say no. No, wrong. So, yeah, I, I know that's a good tip. I'm yeah. just crazy. It's that okay. Would, that would work on me because I'm such a cheap miser that I'm like, this food is good until I'm done consuming it. Yeah. Oh, no. But that's not always the case. In right. fact, often it is not the no, case. No, I'm the opposite. I'm much more like, oh, this food is probably bad. I can't eat it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I waste entirely too much food. I'm a terrible person. Oh, same. It's I, uh, every once in a while, I like I'll it's like I ban myself from grocery shopping as punishment for like not consuming all my food or like I won't let myself buy certain like I won't let myself buy bananas for a while because I let my last bunch go bad oh have bananas yeah it's it's like what I do to myself and then after a while I'm like well this is stupid I probably should go grocery shopping and not eat takeout <laughs> all the time I can't but, even buy a full loaf of bread I'm notorious for letting bread get moldy why'd oh, you yeah. freeze that because uh, if I freeze it then I will never thaw it out again thank you that's the reason do you have anything sick this week Justine Yes. So this actually was something that I saw shared on Twitter just this morning. Uh, My friend Matt from college. Hi, Matt. If you're listening, you probably aren't. But if you are, hi. Uh, I saw that article. Saw that article you shared. Um, (laughs) It was about a um, a doctor who was on a flight from China to I think it was New York. Yeah, it was New York or could have been L.A. somewhere with a Mount Sinai hospital. So one of those. Anyway. A man on his flight, an older gentleman, started was, was became very distressed. He was in severe distress. He um w- he was not able to urinate and needed to urinate very very badly, um to the point where the article said you could see that his like abdomen was distended. Um, the man was like I think feverish. He was like clearly like in a lot of distress, and um, you know, and alert he alerted the uh the people on the plane who then tried to find out if there's a doctor on the flight because they're thinking, well, maybe we need to make an emergency landing for this man. Um, There are two doctors on the flight that responded. And the first thing that they tried to do was like, well, they quickly figure out what was going on first. And then they like tried to fashion like some sort of like uh, medical device that would like drain his bladder for him. Um, I, oh, and I guess the reason why he was, he has a, a large prostate and they suspect like, that was what was preventing okay. the urination. Yeah. So I was sorry, say, I like, like skipped that part. How can he not piss? It was because of that. Um, so they like fashioned, they fashioned a device out of like stuff on the plane, like with like tubing and a needle, but a it didn't. A catheter? Well, it did. I get, and it must be what it was, but it, it didn't say because this was an article in the Daily Mail written for lay people and yeah. not, you know, anyway. It didn't work because of the air pressure in the plane. They didn't have enough space, I guess, to make it work. Unclear. Anyway, so the sick part is when that didn't work, the doctor immediately was like, all right, got to get this piss out of this dude. So he started sucking on the tube. What? 
to suck the urine. He was sucking on the tube to suck the urine out of the sky and spit it into a cup. Whoa! And he, it said that he uh, extracted about 800 milliliters. Oh my God, that's so much. Oh God, I hope that was like the correct number. Maybe it was 80. I don't know. How much is 800 milliliters? A lot. If his blood, it's almost a liter. Okay. If is that is a lot, I'm, then maybe either I milliliters okay. is eight liters. There's no way that could wait, be no, true. Wait. No, a thousand milliliters is a liter. A thousand, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. So that's okay. possible. It could be correct. So wait, you said his. The article said that his abdomen was. Dis- you could say it, it, it. Well, it was like visibly swollen. If it was, if he was, yeah. I I think a liter of piss is like a lot. That's a fucking oh, a lot. lot. Okay, so I could be misremembering the article. The Daily Mail also could have gotten it wrong. No, there definitely could be a leader okay. pissing somebody. The point is, this dude, this hero doctor, sucked a lot of piss out of the sky and he spit it into a cup. S- he a siphoned hero. it like a gas tank. Yep. Fucking damn. A hero. God, that and, is and, a hero. And the, the, and the guy was able to get to hospital when they landed. And he like, everything is cool, I, I guess. Think, I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is like, that's going, that's an above and beyond right mm-hmm. there. So um, thank you, Matt, for sharing that on your Twitter feed with the, um, you know, pithy comment of nope. Thank you, doctor. Which I agree with you, Matt, also. Nope. And this is why I'm not a doctor. Well, this is not why I'm not a doctor, but I'm, gl- I mean, I, this is also, never mind. It, it, it factors in. We we understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I I'm am- personally just not smart enough. <laughs> I don't have enough compassion. Oh, man. This means that like, okay, so the doctor sucked out the piss, but also this guy had to have like some sort of like makeshift catheter catheter shoved up his pee hole, which which is uh, when you have enlarged prostate, it's like super narrow. Like, you know, Hank Hill, I got a narrow urethra. You know, like there's like an an area that gets very narrowed and really painful. So, oh, my God, that dude had to be in so much fucking pain. Yeah. Damn. Good one. That's Uh, that's an interesting story. Thanks. All right. It's time. It is time to reveal the theme to me. Who's going to do it? I think we should do it together. Like oh like one word. You know what the word is, right? Should I, should I, yeah. should I yeah. count you down? We're just going to yeah. say, yeah, count okay. us down. We're going to say one word. You ready? Okay. One, two, three. Incest. No. <laughs> it's historical, though. Yeah. It's uh, a, this, okay. We love history. Let we me, all know his incest is sick, but this is just like, you know. Historical incest. A historical um, traipsing about to find out like, you know, what incest has done in the past. And, you know, it's it's just very interesting and sick. I think I know what you're talking about because oh, you've, yeah? you've expressed. Oh, yeah. I think it's been our Google Docs. I've been wanting. Yeah, it's been. This, you, I've been wanting to do this one for a little bit. You dibsed it like mm-hmm. before, a billion years before ago. Before we even started recording this. Mm hmm. It's a general theme of royal incest, though. Okay. Yeah. So does it matter who goes first? Yeah. No. Okay. So I'm going to go with who had the sicker story this week. And I'm going to go with Heather's uh, friends. My friend's stinky, oh, that was way grosser. Yeah. Stinky mouth. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm so sorry. I hope she's not mad that I said about it in the well, podcast. Well, you didn't say who, I didn't who say she her was. Name. Nobody knows who she it's is. It's not her fault. Yeah. Oh, no. It could happen to any of us. Oh, my us. God. How many people has gotten dry sockets? Jesus Christ. Well, it's yeah. terrible. It could happen to any of us. And come on, who amongst us has not had a gross thing happen in or about their body? If you claim that you have not, you're lying. So, yeah, it's all good. It's fine. No, no judgment here. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to talk about in a factor... Basically, uh, the the Habsburgs, I'll just say the Habsburgs is they are a long running dynasty originally based out of Austria and Germany, whose rule in Spain started around uh, 1516, like officially. So uh, I'm specifically talking about this family because they loved incest. Um, (laughs) That's why we're talking about it. Do they love incest? They loved incest. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of sordid details, you know, about, you know, various by the brother fuckings and cousin fuckings. Is that terrible? Should I not say that? <laughs> no, you should say that. So unofficially, the Habsburgs, this is H-A-B-S-B-U-R-G-S, Habsburgs. It's like, I just feel like I should spell it out because it's a little bit like, I don't know, it's hard to say. There's a lot of consonants. Yeah, Habsburgs. I somehow always add like nine extra syllables when I say this. Where I'm like, that's the Habsburgs. Yeah. Job. Well, that's because it's German and you, uh, you know, naturally want to say a lot of syllables. I just assume there'll be more words. All right. So unofficially, the Habsburgs, they were controlling areas of Spain, which is, you know, nowadays Spain, as early as 14... 14- 96 when philip the first of burgundy aka philip the handsome aka the archduke of Habsburg, he wed joanne of castile and she was also known as joanna the mad or juana la loca so she was the daughter of uh actually people you may have heard of uh ferdinand and isabella of the i will fund christopher columbus rape and pillage fest of 1492 fame that's exactly what i heard them refer to as yeah 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 so uh, this is that same kind of lineage. So Joanna was the heir because her brother, older sister and nephew all died. Philip I and Joanna had an heir in Charles V, who succeeded them in 1516 when officially their reign, the the Habsburgs reign in Spain falls mainly on the plain. <laughs> Begins. <laughs> Fucking turd. <laughs> so um, Charles. So, OK, and this is. Charles I, this is when it started. They started all having the royal incest because they wanted to keep. Why do you have royal incest to keep the power in the same? Right. You know, Mm -hmm. in your family, Uh, you don't want to share that power. You don't want to risk losing that power. So Charles V also had a Habsburg jaw. So what's the Habsburg jaw? It's basically a super extreme underbite. And I'm definitely throwing up pictures on the Insta for this one because... Boyfriend was not good looking. <laughs> Wait, okay. So Charles V had a Habsburg jaw, but was he the product of incest? Um, that remains unclear. So he was the Joanna and Philip's child, yeah, right? They they were not related as okay, far as so I they, know. Okay, so Charles V was unlucky enough to yeah. have what became known as the Habsburg jaw, not because of incest, but because motherfucker was ugly. Well, basically, the jaw started out as a protrusion that Charles V had. Uh-huh. And then over time, as incest like kept happening, happening got more pronounced. Got it. So he wasn't terrible looking. And I was actually thinking on putting on the Insta like the progression of like, OK, here's Charles V and then up into like the people that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Because if I can, may interject, his father was Philip the Handsome. Right. Philip the Handsome. So clearly this isn't coming from completely uggo mm-hmm. stock. 
Yes, clearly. Okay. Um, so, oh, and by the way, uh, Joanna La Loca. Was she, she was, uh, I No, I saw a painting of her and she looked normal. Uh, not normal, you know, like whatever. She looked like a lady, noble lady. Uh, she was called um, Joanna the Mad because it, from it's hard to tell because you know because she was a lady probably i mean well, those ladies she was committed are... to some like mental institution yeah, that's my point because but... she was a woman therefore she was insane yeah like we don't really know why she was quote-unquote insane did she actually have mental problems or was she just like overwhelmed by becoming like a royal you know and, and that could well, like it... blow anybody's mind but didn't she become a royal because like everybody in her fucking family died yeah it was voiced upon her Okay, so um, the extreme underbite is known as pro-nagathism. And uh, it was said that with the jaw, like Charles V and his descendants, like they couldn't quite even close their mouth. Like it was kind of like, like sticking out. Like a bulldog. Yeah. So why is incest bad for you, you may ask? Just real quick nutshell, it is harmful recessive genes that happen inside the body kind of naturally they occur like one that created the jaw defect they get amplified and passed on Mm -hmm. because uh instead of their them being snuffed out by stronger healthier more diverse genes you know for from a different you know bigger more diverse uh gene population you're still like the same genes are all just, you know, swimming in the same pool and they just keep swimming, swimming, swimming and just keep getting amplified and amplified. And this is the same deal as purebred dogs. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they eventually get so inbred that they get health problems, like de- detrimental health problems. So this was the, the culmination of all of this was Charles II of Spain. His nickname was the Hexed One or El Hit. Cheese do. I think it's something like that. You know what? I spelled it out phonetically, and I'm pretty sure that my fucking autocorrect changed it. <laughs> Good job, autocorrect. <laughs> so I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but his nickname was the Hex One or the Bewitched. And uh, indeed, he was the end of the line. <laughs> Wait, so tra- Charles II came after Charles V? No, this uh, was down the line quite oh, a so bit. It's like a different branch. Uh, he's a descendant of is he's direct descendant. He's like one of the kings. Wait, I'm I oh wait, sorry. I guess I'm confused. Hmm. I thought we were talking about someone that came after Charles V. Yes. He came after him, but not directly after him. Okay. This is basically the end of the line. So Charles V was the beginning. I don't have a shit ton of information about the people on the on the in the middle. Like in Charles the the uh second. I know it goes from Charles the to Charles II. That was my point. That seems weird. I'm guessing there's different surnames mixed along in there, there somewhere or different middle names. I read I started to read a Wikipedia about the entire entire dynasty and I pretty much went into a coma. Like <laughs> Have you ever read like royal, like, you know, lists of royal titles and like it's uh, like reading the Bible. It's like that begat, 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 begat. No, thanks. It was awful. I was like, I can just get the highlights here because it's yeah. So I can't tell you exactly like who his mother and that was. But it's basically like Charles the the fifth was the first person that I could find that was like the Habsburg jaw trait. And he was the start of this dynasty and after him they started all the incest and interbreeding and because all that incest and interbreeding happened you wound up with charles the third the second of spain okay and And so when was this this was i don't have a date i sorry 
because Charles V came about uh, early 1500s ish. He uh, lived from 1661 to 1700. So he died pretty early. I was so not even 200 years after he Charles was the, V. Yeah, he was the regent from 1665 to 1675. Okay. So it wasn't like a super, super long time. No. Okay. No, because that's what inbreeding will do for you, I guess. <laughs> so so um, he got so inbred because his father married his niece. Mm. So this is basically like grand uncle marrying grand niece. And uh, so the incest was always really also really was already really strong with the family. So whenever this really close connection happened, that resulted in like, you know, even worse inbred results. Was that like an abnormally close connection or is yes. that something that has so that? OK, so when we're talking about incest in this line. It was usually more along the lines of like cousins or like Most second cousins. Okay. OK, it wasn't like brother fucking. Yeah, no. I always got the sense that it was like really gross, close. Most of the time it was cousins. Uh, but I will tell you that all of Charles II's great grandparents were descended from Philip and Joanna of Castile. All of them. Both okay. sides. OK, so that is. So it's just so much intermarrying. There's well, not a lot of fork into that family tree. No. OK. It's just like it's just a one big woven line. I don't know what you want to call it. Not a tree. It's just a continuation, a baby. Loom. A loom. I don't know. It's a Mandela. It's a, it's a, it's a, what do you want to call it? It's a, it's an infinity thing. <laughs> it's a, it's the, it's the, it's a God's eye. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So his jaw, this Charles II was like the worst of them all. There's a portrait, of course, that's, you know, ugh, it's so funny. I'm sorry not to make fun of the people with underbites, but this was like this poor guy. I feel so bad. But people like people who have underbites. It's not it's not, not because the result of inbreeding. Right. <laughs> it's part of like normal gene expression. Yeah. Like the range of, you know, that's, and it's not so pronounced. We're not talking about the same thing. So it's not so pronounced. Charles II's jaw, it was so pronounced he could barely eat and speak. It stuck out so far he could not close his mouth at all completely. He was impotent. He was infertile. He was really, really weak and sickly. He had like chronic upset tummy disease. It kept talking about he had so many GI issues, I guess. Indeterminate shit diseases. He was under height, underweight, uh, just an indeterminate myriad of intellectual disabilities as well. A French ambassador who was apparently, you know, checking out Charles II for marriage prospects, he reported back, quote, the Catholic king is so ugly as to cause fear. He looks <laughs> ill. Oh, my God. So but in the end, he did actually end up marrying that French noble. Her name was Marie Louise. And she was like really actually like sadly very disgusted by him. And she was very isolated. She died suddenly. Like, this is an odd story. She, uh, It was said that she went off in a horse, like took a ride off in a horse, and then died somewhere. And they were thinking maybe it was appendicitis, but maybe it was poison. I don't know. You know, dun, dun, dun. But I bet it was murder. Murder. So uh, maybe she had an aneurysm. You never know. Yeah, it could have been anything. Or he, murder. <laughs> he remarried and the second wife didn't get pregnant either. You know, Kelsa Preeze, you right. know, even though I'm, you know, I'm sure they tried to consummate, but he was impotent and infertile. So I don't even know. He couldn't get it up. He definitely couldn't. You know, here's a question. Huh? Why was he marrying outside of the bloodline? Uh, I don't know. There was no no relatives for him to. Yeah. Perhaps they needed ties with the French. Yeah. I I guess I was just wondering because if it was like incest was such a like thing 
for all those like over 100 years. And then all of a sudden they're like. They did marry outside the bloodline sometimes. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. It wasn't always exclusively incest. There was just a lot of that. Got it. Okay. But yeah, they definitely uh, had like any royal marriage. It's not for love. It's for, you know, some kind of political gain. Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> just a funny little anecdote at our old house, the Virgo upstairs named a weed that was growing in the backyard, like after Charles II, you know, but in hindsight, that doesn't make sense to me because the weed was like really hardy and grew out of the concrete, you know, I was like, fuck yeah, and like grew so fast, but he he was calling it Charles II, I guess, because he was just like, this thing's a freak of nature and it shouldn't exist. Did it have a severe underbite? No, it was just a big old, big old leafy thing. And, uh, <laughs> nerds. Yeah, I know. Naming a plant after an inbred, <laughs> an inbred Spanish royal. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, he died, Charles II, at the age of 39. The autopsy showed he had only one little testicle. It was real shriveled. Only too. one Aww. little shriveled testy. Yeah, it's all one little was. California raisin. Yeah, less than Hitler. Hitler only had one ball when he burned up. It was a hearty ball, though. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> you do love making up facts. I, maybe I do. You knew something about Hitler that I, I didn't always know. immediately own up to the fact that I'm making it up. Uh, you should publish a book of JB um, facts. Shit, I made up. Yep, that I told convincingly. I only do it because Heather believes everything I tell her, despite 20 years of friendship proving that she should not do that. I will never not be gullible. It's not just you. I believe everybody. So, you know, I'm extremely gullible. Well, not everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. That's true. You just never know. And you just say it with so much authority. I'm trusting. How dare you take advantage? I'm a natural actress. (laughs) (laughs) Like Meryl. (laughs) Yes, I'm just Did we we talk about Meryl and her acting strategy? No. no. Didn't you say you read her book or something? I No, I read an article about her book. Yeah, real quick. What was it? Oh, that Meryl decided one year that she was going to be a popular teenager. So she just started acting like a popular teenager. She just observed all the other popular teenagers and just uh, emulated them and she became popular. And then she was prom queen. And then she was prom queen. Yeah. Fucking Meryl, man. Fucking Meryl, man. Awesome. I don't know. I tried doing that queen. in college. It didn't work out so well. Really? Worked out really badly, actually. <laughs> Did you portray a lot of confidence, though? Uh, I think I started off that way and then just like I think I ran out of energy. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't stick to the bit. Well, see, that's that Mer- Meryl is nothing if not like highly dedicated. Well, that's why she has Oscars and I don't. Yeah, it's that's, nothing against you. I it's no. I'm OK with it. You can't. Compare You're not Meryl. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't compare yourself to Meryl. You can't. It's it's just like guilty. she's a freak. I don't think She's it was amazing ever in the cards. Anyway. So that's kind of pretty much the end of my story. Uh, the dynasty died with him and womp womp, that was it. So it was very ironic because they set out to have a very strong family and dynasty and keep the power going and be awesome. But they turned everybody into inbred, sickly, infertile people and uh, with large underbites. JP is making an underbite at me. She's trying. To, yeah, well, she is doing. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm succeeding. Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's Habsburg quality. Sorry. Please don't dislocate your jaw for a bit. It's not I commit necessary. to comedy. Wow. 
did you guys know that uh, one little factoid I got for you, Marie Antoinette was uh, uh, halfway related, like Bitsy related to the Habsburgs. Really? No, I didn't yeah. know that. Because she's, Austri- she's Austrian. I guess. Well, that does make sense. Yeah. So she actually, if you look at portraits of her, she has a little bit of a protruding jaw. And it was said that like she had like a kind of like a permanent little pout. Mm. She had a little pout. So just just enough to look coquettish. Yeah, exactly. It's like, of course, she looked like, you know, well, all right. Yeah, but not quite an angler fish. Yeah, not so, quite. <laughs> so do we all remember that episode of 30 Rock when um, Jenna meets the Austrian prince? Oh, and he's it's, and it's um, very clearly a riff on the Habsburgs. Yeah, yeah. and it's, he's played I by Paul that. Rubens. It's Paul Rubens. I thought it was Martin Short. No, it's Paul Rubens. I swear to God, it's Martin Short. I'm willing to bet a million I'm willing to bet it's Martin Short. It's Paul Rubens. I will collect all of your space bucks. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't have any real money to bet. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I, as you were telling the story and like, especially like the whole like with like being small and sickly and the, like the GI tract issues. I, it was like clearly a riff on that. I'm Didn't Googling he, like, this right now. Did he like the end of the episode? Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, I need to go back and watch. Is 30 Walk streaming anywhere? It uh, used to be on Netflix and they took it off. I don't know. Oh, that's like my favorite show of all time. Oh my God, you were right. It is Rubens. I owe you a million dollars. I'm a millionaire. You were right. Why did I think? Why did I think it was Martin? Oh, because Martin Short played. He had to be on the show at no, some point. He played. He played the. Um, he played a character on Arrested Development, who was not sickly, but like uh, he. They made him look much much shorter than he actually oh, was. Okay. I forget. Anyway, I'm mixing up my guest stars. You were correct. It was Paul Rubens. Oh, yeah, you're rich. I've I've rewatched that show like more than any other show, I think. So I have a lot of it committed to memory. So, JB, are we going to hear about more royal incest from you? Uh, We are. Well, Europe wasn't the only place having fun with incest. Mm -hmm. No. That was probably a poor word choice. Well... It was eh, the word whatever. choice you made. It, yeah, that's how I roll. <laughs> Can't take um, it back now. We're going to go <laughs> to Africa. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go to ancient Egypt. Oh, I love ancient Egypt. I ancient, was like, when I was doing my research for this, and I remember a bit, like, you know, from school, etc. Ancient Egypt culture is fucking bomb as hell. It Yes. And I, it was really hard to not just keep falling in the click holes of like more stuff I wanted to learn about ancient Egypt. Oh, yeah. Oh, ancient Egypt is the fucking tits. I was really, really dorky for it when I was younger, oh, too. Man. I was super into ancient Egypt. It is bomb as hell. I'm going to go back and just look at it for fun. But today we got to talk about incest. We have to talk about Let's incest. Let's get down to brass it, tacks. It must be done. But guys... Just just look up some Egypt shit. It's it's cool as hell. You'll like it. All right. All right. But as far as Egyptian incest, it all began with the gods Nut and Geb. <laughs> Nut and Geb? Nut and Geb are the gods of the sky and earth, respectively. Wait, are you, so you're saying nut? Nut. 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 Okay. Sorry. Like, like a peat. Not a peanut. That's a legume. But like a walnut <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> Like a like like uh, <laughs> a walnut, a cashew, etc. Whatever is in your ball bag, a nut. Gross. Oh my Sorry. god, your ball bag. <laughs> ball bag, aka scrotum. That's sick. That's sick, oh, dude. Brand. Oh god, you guys are gross. Thanks. Thanks. But they're the the gods of the sky and earth, respectively. They were siblings and lovers. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. Two of their children, Isis and Osiris. 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 Thank you. 
Yeah, just correct all my rude pronunciations. No worries. Yeah. Because I only read things and don't talk to th- people about things. <laughs> so That's okay. Isis and Osiris, uh, they married each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. It's mythology. And I'm assuming if you're a deity, there's not a lot of like romantic prospects out there. Sure. So you got to marry your siblings, right? Yeah, like uh, you can't introduce deities from other places. Or deities, I honestly don't, I don't know, um, from other places, uh, because then that would be a different religion, and fuck that. So yeah, so they're so in the in the pantheon, they're all like fucking on each other, and I think we just assume that of the gods. Yeah. So incest is fine with the gods. Incest orgy. Uh, all but good. What, but what about the people of ancient Egypt? Yeah, I, is this? Uh, I want to know about the real people, right? Oh yeah, yeah. This we're not just talking about god people. Oh, but they, but they were inspired by the incest of the gods. Maybe they were inspired by their incest. Oh, oh sure. god. Well, first of all, the pharaohs were pretty much in control of whatever the fuck they wanted to be in control of. Mm-hmm. Like they they were in control for three thousand years. That is. That's a fucking long time. That's a long goddamn time. I always forget how long the Egyptian dynasty actually lasted. Like yeah. that's that's like us to Jesus plus t- a thousand more. Yeah, that's a long fucking time. Yeah, yeah. If the pharaohs were were ruling for a while, Egyptians were like really, really doing awesome for a long time, and they were known as the lords of two lands, Upper and Lower Egypt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they owned all of the land. They made all of the laws. They collected all of the taxes. <laughs> dollar, dollar bills, y'all. They declared war and defended their country. And they were also known as the high priest of every temple. And wasn't the pharaoh like they were basically seen as like a god or like a demigod? Demigod. Or, yeah, that or... was literally my next sentence. So oh my are... god, I'm so sorry. No, 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 it's okay. We're on the same page. So yeah. they, they were basically the representative of the gods on earth. Kind of like the Pope with the Catholics. Ugh, the freaking Pope. Well, it's just, it's it's an everyday analogy. Thanks. Okay. But yeah, so they were basically revered as as gods on earth. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of power and responsibility. So of course, if you have all that power and responsibility, what are you going to want to do? Fuck your brother, right? Fuck your brother. That wasn't what I was going to say, but that's the first I mean, thing. If you could make any laws that obviously you're like, I want to bang my sister. Number one, sibling fucking. That's the first thing. <laughs> You're like, first wish, three more wishes. Second wish, bang my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was this because they wanted to emulate the gods? In part, the Pharaoh Ptolemy or Ptolemy. Ptolemy. Ptolemy thank you. Heather's going to help me out in my course in Egyptology. I'm sorry. I was such a fucking dork when it came to Egypt. Like literally I was this little 10 year old kid and I loved Egypt so much. Oh and you so were much. Cleopatra. Yes. As you told us. Yeah. I was Cleopatra for Halloween the one year. Like yeah. I told that whole story about how I had the horrifying makeup on. Yeah. No, no, no. Please. I, I welcome your assist. That's okay. fine. Oh my God. So, so, sorry. I had to interject real quick because we were just talking about how how like it's like mind blowing how long, you know, the Egyptian like culture, like ancient Egyptian culture lasted. And is this like, is that there's this factoid that something like about like Cleopatra lived closer to our current times and she lived to the times when the Great Pyramids were built. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't too far over 
it was like 30 BC or something. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. You're right. Yeah. You're almost exactly correct. It was uh, she was fucking um, Julius Caesar and uh, Mark Anthony. And that was, yeah, around 30 BC, 25, 30 BC. Yeah. The Ptolemaic era wasn't. Yeah, she was essentially ago. she's actually from she's uh by lineage is actually from Mesopotamia. She's not necessarily Macedonian. Egyptian. Sorry, Macedonian. Whoops, I fucked up. All right. So you're a god on earth. Mm-hmm. And you can choose to fuck whoever you want, and you're obviously choosing to fuck your siblings. Yeah, well, that's the obvious choice. What what kind of what kind of incest is going on? Uh oh. hot incest? <laughs> Wait, yeah, like what what <laughs> well, is the desert? <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I'm not going to talk positions. That's nasty. I know. I didn't know where you were going with this. No, no, no. Well, because there was a particular type of incest. I don't even, I don't know if that's the word classification. Out. But, <laughs> so there's, there's father, daughter, siblings, half siblings. And, but this was the new thing I learned. It was called a uh, double niece incest. What? what? Are you familiar? No. no. So double niece incest is when a gentleman marries the offspring of his brother and sister. Oh, no. What? I know. It took me a couple of times reading through it to like kind of wrap my head around it. Yeah. It's like, okay. So for example, just hypothetically, if I had a brother named John and I had a sister named Beth, Beth and John fucked each other. And they had a kid. And they had a kid named Sarah. And you bang Sarah. Or I guess they had a kid named um, um, Sam, whatever, a guy. And then, I bang, and then I bang Sam. And then we had a kid. That kid would be so inbred. That would oh be God. your double nephew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Double nephew. <laughs> double nephew. Double jeopardy. <laughs> but these were all all very common for uh, the Egyptian royalty. That's fucking sick, I know, dude. right? The double niece thing. It's fucking nasty. <laughs> Well, it's oh like God. there's just like this added element of of pedophilia. I mean, I'm assuming like what what well, were they the didn't gen- live to be very old? So maybe say, we'll- what were the generations like? What do you mean? Well, like how old? Like, well, they they got they married them off. Like, like the average life expectancy was about 35 or so, about our age. And so they married him off about 12, but so it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't ever that big of an age gap. Okay. So you're talking about like a 13 year old having a kid. So by the time that kid's like 12 or 13, the uncle's like 24. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's kind of gross, but it's still not great. Jerry no. Lewis did it. It's oh, not then, the worst thing I've ever is heard. That too old of a reference for, is that too old of a reference, Jerry Lee Lewis? No, I just don't think it's a very good argument for why it's <laughs> not weird. I Jerry don't know Lee where Lewis. you're going with that. Well, he was like, he's no, like I know, I know about 20 somebody like married his 13 year old. No, I know about Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't see how that it was an incest. Well, it was incest, wasn't it? Wasn't it? He married yeah. his cousin. I don't see how it he makes was a pharaoh. it <laughs> I don't see how it makes it better. It yeah. does not. Okay. So there's two dynasties that I'm going to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, the Ptolemic, Ptolemic. How do you say it's Ptolemy? Yeah, Ptolemic, Ptolemic dynasty. Uh, Cleopatra is is the most famous member of this family. They they ruled from a, as we discussed about three hundred BC to about thirty BC. Mm-hmm. And they have Macedonian blood, and pretty much every single person in that family married their sibling. Ugh. Oh, yeah. do you want to know something really annoying real quick? Yeah. Apparently it's Macedonian, but fuck that really? shit. Yeah. 
like oh. macaroni and cheese. Yeah, it's Macedonian. Yeah. And it's not like that. it's not Genghis Khan, it's Genghis Khan. Huh. huh. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. anyway, all right. Um, but actually, despite all of this super deep incest, like just incest on incest on incest, mm-hmm. when archaeologists had d- studied the mummies and they did some DNA testing, they did not real reveal much in the way of inbreeding complications. Oh yeah. So they must have just had some really fucking good stock. Very strong genes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like when you look at Europeans versus people from Africa, like I mean, like at people from Africa and like like the cradle of society and like the Middle East and stuff. Like I just feel like that'd be more hardy stock. I don't know. All these like white European descended people, like people such as ourselves, seem to have I mean, weaker genes. I, I was just gonna say, like you know, consider the the irony of you know white people considering themselves right. to be the su- of superior blood. We're not and clearly can't. Can't hold Weak. up. Can't hold up to incest. <laughs> Our genes well. are super susceptible but to I mutation. Would say, I, and I'm not saying that to be like you know uh, as a backwards joke or anything. Like, like literally, like I would like say that probably is a pretty good indication of how good your blood is if it can hold up to incest. Then that's some pretty strong. That's solid. So, yeah, solid genes right there. Strong. That means you don't have stupid, terrible recessive shit floating around in your gene pool. It's all. It's all gems. Yeah. Survival yeah, all good of the, shit. Survival yeah. of the fittest. You're the fittest. There you go. Now, before we start touting the Egyptian blood so much, though, uh-huh. they, they weren't all, it wasn't all so great. <laughs> it wasn't all roses. No, and we're going to go, we're going to go a little further back in time. Cool. Got to go back in time. Uh, we're going to go go back to uh, King Tut's family. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, we've all heard about King Tut, right? He's the most famous. He's the most famous because his basically because his grave didn't get robbed. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much the only reason we know a ton of information about King Tut is because he died really young and his grave didn't get robbed. So a lot of his shit is left. So there's just the most record of King Tut. Uh, they hmm. found it like mostly intact. Yeah. And then it got fucking cursed. Well, yeah, I guess if you believe that. That's the one thing you don't believe in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Justine. All right. Hey. Listen, I will never be consistent or make any sense. <laughs> never expect it. You're a fucking Aquarius. That's just the way you are. I'm a contrarian Aquarian. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a personality test I need both of you to take after this. Oh, sweet. I'm excited. Sidebar. All right. All right. So just to put it in a little perspective... The person in ancient Egypt who is considered to be the most inbred, who won the incest contest by determined by archaeologists who examined <laughs> DNA, is King Emano Hotopin the first. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm pronouncing it phonetically. I'm hoping that it's... This is like the Charles II equivalent. Like, he's like super inbred just like him. He was... He was level one inbred. He's descended from three generations of sibling couples. <gasps> what? Yeah, that's, that's real. That's that's pretty inbred. Oh my god! I, incest. Oh wait. Oh, oh, I found another another good word for inbred though. What? That sounds fancy and not like yokely. Huh? Consanguinian. Consanguinian. Oh, like, yes. Like sanguinarians for for blood drinkers. Yeah. Consang. I consanguinian yes i guess like, it I just guess means you share blood yeah 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 that's like con- that's- consecutive blood consanguinian he is the most can- consanguinian oh 
It sounds fancier. My it God. Does. Yeah, it does definitely doesn't sound like he is like weak and inbred and has extremely, you know, feeble mind. Well, no, no, no. He's consanguinean. Yeah. Okay, so what was it about him that um, made them determine this? I guess they were just able to examine his DNA and extrapolate a family tree. Mm-hmm. And they just saw that like, yep, those were your parents and those were your grandparents and those were your great grandparents. And they were all siblings. Yeah. But was there anything like that stood out about about his traits? No, I couldn't. Oh, find, I okay. couldn't find anything about his traits. But so, um, so still that strong gene pool. That was strong. Yeah. Oh. But I was just trying to put this into perspective. So that was he was rated the most incest. Mm hmm. Inbred. Inbred. Yeah, not the most incest. So by perspective, King Tut was like halfway on that marker. Oh, yeah? He was half as inbred. And did King Tut, or I guess, did he die before he could like procreate with a sibling? Probably. Maybe. Yes and or no. Uh, so King Tut, both his parents were brother and sister. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Um, so his parents were brother and sister. He was he became Pharaoh at age nine, which I guess we we all know King Tut was known as the boy, the boy king. Right. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. died at what age? 19. Yeah. Really young. Yeah. Very young. I knew it was in his teens. Hey, well, no, apparently if you're only living to age 35, that's like nearly middle aged. But he was still. I mean, yeah. On the, on the young end. Yeah. So his father was Akhenaten and hit they. There was no name available for his mother. I guess it was undocumented. And unimportant. Unimportant. Mm. She's just a woman. It was a sister, though. So, you know, it was a sister. <laughs> and his father, he he must have just loved some incest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because obviously he married a sister. But then he also had children. He also had children with other women. Okay. Including King Todd's half-sister, who was to become his wife. Oh, okay. Cool. So he like had like his concubine children. Mm-hmm. And then he also at least attempted to have children with all of his daughters. <gasps> no. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, no. he, had, he had three daughters. Um, The woman whom King Tut's uh, wife was born to. Ha- she had she had two other sisters and he tried to have children with all of them. Oh, but they didn't work. They didn't all make it. Oh, uh, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's a, little, that's a little incest. That's that's father daughter incest. That's nasty. Oh my god! Like, it, okay, so whenever we like, I told her we should do the incest. Uh, I was like, well, you can maybe do that Joseph Fritzel guy who like, and I was like, oh, it's too dark. Yes, yeah, so oh, and then dark. I just found all of this father daughter incest. Well, but that's well, not the main Joseph part. Joseph Fritzel is that that oh, is was, really dark. Yeah, Ooh, I hated that. Uh, look, look list, him up. Yeah, listeners, if you don't know who that is, look it up. But you're not gonna have a great time. You're yeah. Not gonna like it. Yeah, it's not an uplifting story. Anyway, all right. So King Tut married his half sister, and for the record, their depictions of their relationship show that they did love each other and they were very devoted to each other. It was a very loving. I don't know, whatever. As Probably much not. as like a 13 year old and a 12 year old marrying their sister could be. Yeah. I'm sure they loved each other. <laughs> they didn't have like. Their love's real. My love is real, mom. They didn't have Super Nintendo back then. So they just had their siblings. You just don't understand. But hearing descriptions of what the famous cursed King Tut looked like, maybe it's for the best that they just married within the family. Oh, yeah. He was a he was a goddamn hot mess. Really? Oh hell yeah! First of all, 
Clubfoot. Clubfoot. Oh. He, he got clubfoot. Classic. Not good looking. No. He's got an elongated skull. Uh, what? Yeah, his skull is all long from inbreeding. I'm imagining him looking like Bert from Bert and Ernie. I kind of wish that I had you just like doing a police sketch of King Tut right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cleft palate. Cleft uh, palate. If you don't know what cleft palate is, look at Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. He had a cleft palate. He, he got, got it fixed. repaired, but that's why he has that little scar on his lip. That's what that is. A uh, pronounced overbite, unlike the uh, the Habsburgs. Yeah. Jaw so going like, the other direction. So like buck teeth. Extremely. Oh, good. Yeah. They look all they look all beavery. Uh a cursed spine, so sc- scoliosis. Oh mm-hmm. man. He had bone necrosis oh. in his in his foot. What? Oh. How does that even happen? Probably because he had club foot. Like necrosis oh. basically means your tissues right, dying. Right. Yeah. So probably because like he couldn't like walk on it properly and it probably like like uh, uh, blocked off some blood vessels and like areas of his toes and feet probably died from lack of like tissue oxygenation. Yeah, that tracks because they found about 130 like walking sticks and staffs in his grave. Boom, motherfucker. This poor forensics. This poor kid couldn't get a break. I could could be on. I could be on forensic files, right? Yeah. So he's. He's not looking too good. Um, and then whenever uh, Egyptologists came in and they did DNS DNA testing on his on his mummy, they found that he had a weakened immune system. Oh God! An inflammation, a very severe form of malaria that we would actually have a really hard time treating even today. Wow. He probably also had tummy upset, chronic tummy upset. Probably. <laughs> I, I, maybe that was involved in the inflammation that they found, or just his immune issues. However, despite all of this, all of these horrible, horrible health problems, him and his him and his lady, mm-hmm. they they got it on. Did they produce? They got pregos, but they had stillborn babies that had scoliosis and spina bifida. So the incest was just. So this is like King Tut. Yeah, yeah King this Tut. is the King Tut. The that, like, King Tut. Everybody has talked about like forever. Like nobody ever talks about how he's like horribly, a horribly sickly inbred child, essentially, is what he was. Knocking up another child and then they just could not produce heirs. <sighs> so the line died there. Wow. Same as so he was essentially the Charles II. King Tut was the Charles II. Yeah, II. horribly ugly. Horribly ugly, horribly inbred, impotent. Well, he wasn't impotent. Oh, well, he Unable, did get a, just infertile. Infertile. Well, not even infertile. Well, yeah, he was fertile, just didn't make viable seed. She could have been infertile, too. Yeah, because no, they, they were having... Neither of them were infertile because they were... They were children, were, but they were stillborn. Correct. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, having non-viable ch- children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wow. so sad for them. It is sad for them. That's so sad. But it's not their fault. No, it's not. I'm just like, I'm just thinking that must have been really horrible for them. It was just the way that they thought that they had to be. Yeah. Because they were pharaohs and they were. They were being godly. They were being godly because they didn't follow the same rules as the rest of the people. Okay, so question. Yeah. I have like read. We've all read tons of stuff about King Tut stuff. And there's always these articles about like, ooh, how did he die? We know how he died. Did he die in a chariot accident? Did he die in this? Did he die in that? None of those articles ever mention like talking about how like fucking inbred he was and how he probably a lot of the contributed factors to him dying early might have been the fact that he was so ill and sickly and they don't have, you know, modern medicine. I think that's the common 
thought now that he just died due to basically inbreeding complications. Because yeah. I've, I've definitely maybe that malaria infection. I've definitely read like grandiose articles like oh he died in a chariot race he got injured in the chariot race or some that shit like that yeah yeah he was just inbred as fuck that's that's very i guess because it's not a very it's not a very um i don't know what do you call it like romantic tale and whenever egypt mania was happening you know in like the victorian ages pretty much whenever like they discovered king tut's tomb i'm sure it wasn't very glamorous to be like oh yeah maybe <laughs> fuck the scissors way more cool to be like yeah he was this amazing pharaoh and young and dashing in chariot races like, no he was ugly as hell he was ugly as hell as inbred and he couldn't produce viable offspring and the uh line died with him a fun thing i don't know fun it's a little it was fun to me i'm a nerd yeah that because you know there's only so many mummies yeah and there are certain rules and limits about how much tissue can you can extract from them Uh uh-huh so one of the things that egyptologists use to kind of determine if there was inbreeding in a in a population was to look at the the deviance in adult male height. Oh. So whenever they they found with the pharaohs that there was very little difference in the height of adult males versus the rest of the population. Oh, really? And I guess that's, I don't know if it's causation, but it's very highly correlated with an inbred population. Yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. The height was around 5'4". I was, I was just about to ask, were they shorter than average or shorter than we would? I mean, that's pretty short. About 5'4". Uh, Queen Nefertiti... The famous Queen Nefertiti yeah. is said to have towered over most men, and she was about 5'4". Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What? Yes, not tower, but well, she's she's a powerfully tall woman. Well, she did wear that big headpiece, too. Yes, that's true. I mean, I I know that we've gotten taller over time, so I don't know. When you think about how long ago that was, I don't. that's not particularly shocking to me. Yeah, I'm wondering if that... So, but of the age, what was the... So you said she towered over most men. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then most people were pretty short in general, I guess. I'm going to guess probably most people were under five foot. Weird. So yeah, I guess the pharaohs were taller than most people. Wow, now there's people that are like fucking seven feet tall. Yeah. It's all them growth hormones. It's all <laughs> in the milk. It's all in that milk. Okay. But yeah, that's what I. That's about what I got on uh, the ancient Egypt of... Uh, incest. Cool, that was super interesting. Thanks. Yeah, you. T- I basically like I knew almost nothing about what you just talked about and that's awesome me as a childhood egyptologist expert excuse me like i definitely learned some shit that i didn't know and that's great and thanks for the help with the assist on the uh pronounces oh yeah yeah i'm excited to go see the mummies exhibit at the science center yeah we have to plan that it's it's happening until like april so we have some time but we're gonna we're gonna do a special we could do like a special episode and talk about it that'd be really cool yeah yeah, like a little field trip episode. Yeah. I'm not packing this shit up and taking it anywhere. No, no, no. no. We'll take notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, just take <laughs> notes and photos, you know, and yeah. And we'll talk about it later and talk about what we saw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we're not packing up. I figured like if we wanted to record anything on the go, I don't know if anything. I'm, I'm not equipped for field recording right now. Well, yeah, like, no. like the only thing I could think is like if there's like an app recorder and then it would just be poor sound quality, but. Oh, I mean, like that you can, sounds like a pain in the butt. You can you can get setups for recording in the field. I just don't think that's a worthwhile investment. Yeah, not necessarily. Anyway, not for us. Anyways, we're just wanna we're gonna do a field trip and we'll do like a, a field report. All right. Well, 
I have to say I am not as traumatized as I worried that I might be, but I'm not happy either. Yeah. So okay, good. good. Good job, I guess. This was like a more historical lesson episode, which I'm sorry, I'm a dork, but I love that shit so much. So hey, don't apologize for it. Own it. Bring it to you. So, all right, let's uh let's wrap this up with sickest thing of the week in a good way. Yeah. GB. Make me happy. I got nothing. You got what? nothing? I, I do. I have nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe go around. Maybe I'll come up with something. Uh, let me think for a second. Seriously? We all had terrible oh, weeks. I can think of like no, three wait. different things. What's well, my birthday you. this week? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's sick. But that's not happened yet. But it still is a thing to look forward to. All right, you go so- ahead. You say then. What, that it's your birthday? No, no, what, what the sickest thing of the week in the good way is. Do you have one? Because we obviously I'm, don't. Oh, my God. You guys. So dark. Yeah. So dark and moody. That's the only way I know how to be. For goth now. Um, I, signed, <laughs> I signed up for class pass this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Which, uh, one, not they are not a sponsor, so I'm just simply talking about class pass. Uh, I don't really know what got into me but all of a sudden it just seemed like a good idea this is generally how i make decisions about things i just spontaneously decide that something is probably a good idea but you get like credits you get like uh, free credits for so many classes to like try like it's a trial thing and um so i've been like i took a yoga class which kicked my ass i'm going to a dance class tomorrow i'm going to some ridiculous trampoline cardio class on sunday so that's been good because i am extremely out of shape and that all sounds like fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually like again not sp- not a sponsor. I'm so far like pretty stoked. We don't have any sponsors. Oh God, no. We I don't wish have, we did, but no. We, we, oh please, we don't have nearly enough listeners to rate a sponsor. It's fine. Not <sighs> we'll, we'll never get there. It's okay. It's not in the cards. But I'm like pretty into it. There's like a ton of like different classes to pick from, like all different studios all around the area. Uh, and it just like seems like really easy to use. And I, I like the idea of not being like tied because, like, you know, you buy like a package of classes for like a certain place and then you can never like use them fast enough. Yeah. Or, or then you're like, oh, well, then I have to go here all the time. And this is like seems cool because I can just like try a bunch of different stuff. So that is my sickest thing of the week in a good way. You know what I was just realizing as I was uh, I was looking at you just now. What? Your shirt says poon. Oh, it actually says spoon. <laughs> that, okay, so I'm wearing I am wearing a shirt that says spoon that I got at a show for you know spoon the band, good music. Um, but yes, I am aware that when I wear the shirt with a cardigan or hoodie over it, it can look like poo or poon or spoon. Yeah, poo poo. Just the S was yeah. covered up, so it looked like poon poon. Yeah. So that's uh. I'm glad you noticed that. I, was, I, was like, I actually selected this shirt uh, very deliberately before <laughs> I came here. Um, I figured at one point one of you would be like, your shirt says poo. Oh, shit. You fucking trapped me, you <laughs> jerk. Ha <laughs> ha. Damn it. You, you guys you are fell for you it. Guys are right into it. You're so predictable. I know. <laughs> I really am. We are just like pull a string dolls. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if I do this, JB or Heather will say this. Yep. Anyway. But yeah, I I think that's I think that's it. I don't have anything anything cool this week. I guess you're going you're we're your going birth- extra. Yeah, oh, it's your we're birthday going extra for your birthday. Yeah, we're going. That's tomorrow. Yeah, it's happening. That's not tomorrow. Today's Thursday. Oh, okay. Saturday. Saturday. We're actually yeah. Saturday. Tomorrow I'm going to a hockey game. 
I'm going to crush you. I got a axe big, throwing. Uh, yeah, I know you are. I'm probably going to throw the axe into like, I, I don't really even expect myself to like stick the axe into the wall. You will. You, you will. will. You will. I will. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've they done do it. a really good job coaching. Okay. And it's not, I know it's, I know it seems impossible and, and you might, you might miss a lot. Yeah. But you will, you will stick at least once. I promise. You will get wood. Yes, I will get wood. <laughs> Sweet. So, are we wrapping it up? Then, yeah, guys? I think. Cool. It, I think. Uh, yeah, I think we're good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing to us on one of the many fine podcasting institutions that you are listening to us on right now this second. And if you really, really liked what you heard, go ahead and throw us a little five star rating. That would be sweet. And if you want to get at us, uh, we are on Twitter at that sick pod and on Instagram at that sick podcast. And you can also send us an email at that's.sick.podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And so while you're writing those emails, just remember, kids, until next time, don't fuck your siblings because that's, that's sick. sick.